0: Heavenly Father, by your Holy Spirit, open up our hearts and our lives to the life-transforming grace and truth of your Holy Word. For Jesus' sake. Amen. I guess like many of you, uh, I greatly enjoyed watching some of the Olympics There were some very special moments. I think the Brownlee brothers particularly caught my imagination uh, to get those two medals in the triathlon. Uh, And those that were competing in the games, uh, every time they were competing, they were surrounded by hundreds, thousands of other people in the grandstands along the route that the triathlon was going, uh, egging them on, encouraging them it's wonderful to see andy murray after his failure to succeed at wimbledon uh, to put it off in the olympics uh, and often in the final's day at olympics uh, at uh, at wimbledon uh, you will find in the audience some great players from the past and i guess that those who are playing are sort of encouraged to produce their very finest game knowing that they're watched and egged on by some of those great competitors. And in that first reading that we had from the letter to the Hebrews, it's uh, a little bit like that, the picture that the author gives to us. He thinks of us as Christians running a great Christian race, competitors in the Christian race. And it's not a 100 yard sprint or a 100 meter sprint. It's not something where you invest everything you've possibly got and then collapse in a heap uh, at the finishing line, wiped out. It's much more like a triathlon or a marathon. And for those being baptized and confirmed this evening, the important question isn't where you will be in your Christian faith this time next week or even this time next year, but where you'll be in your Christian faith and discipleship shall we say, marathon terms, in 26 years' time, maybe in 30 years' time, 40 years' time, 60 years' time, for some of you younger ones, 80 years' time, whether you'll still be faithfully following Christ. And as Hebrews thinks of us surrounded by this great company of people who have walked that Christian road before us, have faithfully followed Jesus, In Old Testament times faithfully serving God that he refers to them as witnesses and they in their lives have witnessed to the love and the faithfulness of God and that's a great encouragement to us as we live out our Christian lives as we share in that great Christian race and if you are listening carefully to those verses from Hebrews chapter 11 uh, some of those great men and women of God in Old Testament times experienced extraordinary miracles of God's protection and provision. on things of Daniel in the lion's den, the three friends in uh, the book of Daniel who were totally uh, protected in the furnace of fire. And sometimes we experience God's love and protection and provision and faithfulness in that kind of very wonderful way. But then it went on to speak about people for whom things hadn't actually worked out terribly well. People have been sawn in half. People have been killed with the sword. People have been imprisoned. And yet they could still be witnesses to the faithfulness and the love and the provision of God in their lives. As we look around our world, as we reflect on Syria and so much of the Middle East at this time, as we look around our own country, aware of so many people for whom the going is immensely tough. And to be a Christian is no guarantee that the road will always be easy, that there'll just be a bed of roses. But we do have the assurance that whatever we have to face in life, that God's love and God's faithfulness are wonderful realities for us. And so as we compete in that Christian marathon, Hebrews encourages us to have our eyes fixed on Jesus. And he uses uh, two expressions about Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Uh, the pioneer is a kind of technical expression at the time. It was used of an advance party in military terms that would go uh, maybe through the jungle and would clear a path, making it much easier for the rest Of the army to follow on behind and as we live out our human lives the good times and the challenging times it's good to know that Jesus has walked that way before us our pioneer that Jesus is God in human form he lived a fully human life he knew what it was to be hungry to be thirsty to be exhausted. He knew what it was to be misunderstood and abandoned, betrayed by his own closest companions. He knew what it was to die a terrible death on a cross as a common criminal having faced a mockery of a trial. And as we go through our earthly journey, whatever we face, We know that Jesus has been there before us. And then Hebrews describes Jesus also as the perfecter of faith. Jesus lived that life of perfect obedience to his heavenly father, never wavered for one moment, even though it took him all the way to the cross. And he becomes example for us as we seek to follow him faithfully today enormously challenging to be a follower of Jesus Christ in our society and it's lovely to have these candidates here tonight who have thought about the Christian faith, studied it, discussed it, been in a group where they've been able to explore, have questions answered and now have reached that stage where they want publicly to make a profession of Christian faith. And there's some wonderful things that are ours, God's love and faithfulness in our lives. To know that Jesus set such an infinite value on the life of each one of us that he was prepared to die for us. That through his death, as we've been singing in those songs, that we can experience forgiveness for whatever lies in our past, that nothing ultimately can put us beyond the reach of God's love. And then Jesus rose again On Easter morning and we know that he's there constantly with us throughout our earthly journey our constant companion our guide through life that's all the good news but there is another side and I should be asking the candidates a number of questions that are quite searching I guess the most searching one that I should be asking do you submit to Christ as Lord do you submit to Christ as Lord handing over the reins as it were to him and allowing him to direct and guide us through life Hebrews talks about uh, as we compete in that marathon that Christian marathon that we're to uh, put off the sin that so easily entangles us and the picture there I think is of a long white robe that men in those days often wore. Uh, And if you're competing uh, in a marathon, that would be quite a hindrance actually, make it pretty impossible to compete. And uh, if men were running, they would have a girdle on and they would tuck that long white robe underneath. Um, And so Hebrews is saying, if we're going to run that Christian race, that we have to do away with everything that is unworthy of God, everything that's contrary to his will, in our lives that we need to be constantly keeping short accounts with jesus coming back for forgiveness and seeking to be shaped by his values we had those values read for us in those wonderful beatitudes in the sermon on the mount in the gospel reading from matthew 5. values that totally turn upside down the values that most people in society choose to live by and if we're people who are seeking to follow Jesus then we live by his values and his standards. So if you take something like material possessions and money we live in a pretty even in a time of pretty financial stringency we live in a very consumer and materialistic society and Jesus says that we're to set light to material things that we're to put him first over material things, that we are to be people who are characterised by generosity. We live in a society that is often very harsh against those who mess up in their lives. In those Beatitudes we are told that we are to be merciful, our Heavenly Father is merciful towards us, to be those who are forgiving towards others. We live in a society where many, many people just think of themselves and haven't got time for anyone else. But as Christians, we're following a Jesus. He said that he came as Son of Man not to be served, not to have people doing everything for him, but he came to serve. And we find him again and again doing his earthly ministry, putting himself out for the sick, for the deeply damaged people, for those on the edge of society. And showing God's compassionate unconditional love to those people and so again as Christians those who follow Jesus we're going to be those who are prepared to put ourselves out for others maybe being caught up and involved in uh, visiting people in prison a lot of Christians do that we have three prisons in this diocese and it's wonderful to be involved in that ministry many parts of this diocese Street pastors have taken off going out onto the streets on Friday and Saturday night as young people come out of the clubs and being available sometimes until three or four in the morning to just serve those people. Different ways in which we are being shaped, not by the values of the world, but by the values that Jesus taught and lived out. Keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer. And perfecter of our faith so much to celebrate as we come together tonight and there is nothing better than being a follower of jesus christ in this crazy world with so much pain and suffering where it's so hard to find any lasting meaning or purpose or significance Jesus Christ offers us that meaning, the key to life, a sense of purpose, a direction, and beyond this physical life, the assurance that we have that precious gift of eternal life. That's great good news. And he invites us to respond by offering ourselves all we have and all we are in his service. We don't know where that will take us in that marathon, that journey, that pilgrimage, but it will be an exciting journey. Maybe some of those younger ones might find themselves being tapped on the shoulder one day and asked to be ordained. And I know when that happened to me to start with, I wanted to run a mile. It's the last thing I wanted to do. But there may be others for whom they'll be asked to get involved in the life of their local church as a layperson to be a witness in their place of work, whatever we do in life, involving Jesus as Master, as Lord of all that we are and all that we do. So I'm going to just pray a well-known prayer which we can echo in our own hearts and lives. Thanks be unto Thee, our Lord Jesus Christ, for all the benefits which Thou hast won for us, for all the pains and insults which Thou hast borne for us, O most merciful Redeemer, Friend and Brother. May we know Thee more clearly, love Thee more dearly, and follow Thee more nearly, day. By day Amen.